Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Rising Gems podcast. I am your host, Miroslava, and I am here with your other host, Erica. And we are so excited to be back for another episode. We are right now in the middle of the Twin Flame series, and we actually wanted to make some space to address the toxic behavior within the not just the new age spirituality or the spiritual community but also the cult-like behavior within the twin flame world we've been noticing a lot of things we've been on this journey for a very long time yes and, uh, we have a lot to say about this so yeah erica let's jump back and just you know share our perspectives i have been doing twin flame readings for many years now it's going to be like six years and mm -hmm. I have seen people fighting in the comments. And one of the things that I have learned on this Twin Flame journey is when one is truly on a journey, now I don't care about the label, like whether you want to talk about Twin Flames, Divine Counterparts, Divine Complements, Soulmates, these are all concepts, they're all labels, right? And one of the biggest things that if you are going to say divine anything, it's going to be in love. And one of the things that can be very easy to kind of get a, get attached to is the identification that we have to these labels. And so I feel like it's just really important to realize like, these are just labels. These are just helping us to decide or know or remember what path or what journey that we're on. It's okay if we're not on a journey. It's okay if we are on a journey. It's okay if we change our minds. It doesn't matter. But one of the biggest things is just listening to your intuition, knowing your truth. And this is something that I've even told my clients, like, look, you know more than any psychic, any tarot reader, anyone out there no one is you no one knows your thoughts no one has felt your emotions or your journey or your energy so it's really important for us on an individual level to really be able to trust our intuition and trust what we're getting because we can be tested we can even be told like yes this person is so and such and we can still doubt it right we can still doubt what we know so it's kind of like really honing in to this inner knowing of look i know what is for me and i know what's not for me and one of the biggest things is are we approaching things in a healthy manner because going back like like i mentioned there's no need to like fight i understand like we all have our own individual journeys we have our own different ways like even within the twin flame journey if you agree with a certain part of it and you don't agree with a certain part of it over here, that is completely fine. Like even within this journey, it can have different elements to it. It can have different, you know, journeys even within this one label, right? If Especially if that's the, the label, the concept that you align with in this lifetime. All right, so I think we're back, Erica. For all of you that are listening to us, we are having a lot of technical issues recording this episode. I think someone doesn't want us to talk about this. And um, the reason I feel so inspired to actually talk about this subject, because Erica, you reached out to me, you know, you talked a little bit about the Netflix doc or series that is called, I think, Escaping Twin Flames. And right before Erica sent this message to me, I was sitting in my desk. I have this picture of Mary Magdalene. 
And like 10 minutes before Erica sent the message, I saw the picture fall. And I just, I just thought that was so weird because I wasn't doing anything. It just fell out of nowhere. And so that's when I, I immediately felt like this sort of her energy kind of showing up and becoming very strong. And then you messaged me, Erica, and I was like, hmm, maybe there's something to this. Maybe she wants us to talk about it. So that's what I'm, I, what I, why I am feeling so inspired to talk about it. But it is extremely, extremely weird. <laughs> Now, for those of you who are not familiar with Mary Magdalene, she is a powerful divine feminine teacher. She is actually known as the Apostle of the Apostles or the Teacher of Teachers. She is a wonderful divine feminine leader. She is also the twin flame of Yeshua. So I felt that there was this beautiful energy of her just showing up to empower me to have the courage to speak about this. And that's why I feel it's important for not just Erica and myself to talk about this subject, but for everyone to speak out and to battle the toxicity and the confusion that has been the result of those toxic cult-like behaviors. It is my intention to hopefully clear some of the distortion with our perspectives to help you have more clarity as you keep moving forward in your own spiritual journey. Before we jump back into the conversation, I want to address a little bit of what a cult is. And I actually did a little bit of research on Google uh, just to give you sort of the definition and how it ties to our perspectives of the twin flame world and also, again, new age spiritualism. So a cult is a system of religious veneration and devotion directed toward a particular figure or object. It is also seen as excessive admiration for a particular person or thing. In this case, it would be an idea, ideology, or belief system. It is also an organized group whose purpose is to dominate members through psychological manipulation and pressure strategies. Cults are usually headed by a powerful leader who isolates members from the rest of society. And now, I'm not saying that everyone within the spiritual community, everyone within the starseed or twin flame world is part of a cult. I'm not saying that, but I do feel that there are some groups that do behave in this very toxic cult-like behavior. I've seen a lot of people that are spiritual mentors or spiritual teachers, gurus, that do behave in this manner. They do lure people in. One of the things that I personally didn't align with is the whole chosen one way of looking at things. I feel like if we are all here on earth right now, regardless of what journey you're on, we are all chosen, all right? Because this is not something that is just easy peasy. Like it's just, I just feel like everyone is equally special even within the twin flame journey and this is pretty much my biggest thing that i want to emphasize and and mention and always take what resonates always in any journey where you are 
saying that you are in a divine connection or you're looking for a spiritual connection or you're looking for a divine connection, these are rooted in love and they are absolutely going to be connected to God. You are probably going to hear them mention source, God, raising your level of consciousness, embodying love. And you can tell, like we're not all perfect and we do all make mistakes, but you can kind of tell when someone's working on themselves, when they're actually doing the work, when they're showing up in a certain vibration, there's going to be some type of love or some type of actively doing the shadow work, actively doing the inner work, or just embodying kindness, openness, understanding, compassion. Anything that says like you're a chosen one, I feel like is definitely more ego-based. It's wanting to feel, you know, special. But like I said, we're all special in our own unique ways. And that's not me just wanting to be like grant a fairy, you know, godmother or whatever those labels are. Like, <laughs> you know, like someone that's like sugarcoating things. It's just that's how I see things. It's just like, I don't like to categorize as far as like this, this group over here is good or this one group over here is bad or this group over here is special and this group over here is not. I feel like it's just a journey. They're just concepts because at the end of the day, when you do raise your level of consciousness, you realize this is all an illusion anyway. And it doesn't matter what label we claim that we are or what label that or journey that we, you know, align with, it all gets us to the same place, regardless of the label, especially whether you, like I said, twin flame, divine counterpart, whatever, it all leads us to the same place, home, with source, with God, raising our level of consciousness and embodying love. And, you know, that's the biggest thing. And this is why I, I will always say, listen to your intuition, listen to your gut. And it doesn't necessarily mean like these people are, because like, say for example, you know, you don't resonate with someone. It doesn't mean that they're this horrific, horrible person that's, you know, that you need to like run away from. It just means that their message is not for you and it's helping to lead you to the person that is for you, like their message that is for you. So it's kind of like everyone is doing us a favor or everyone is a gift and everyone is helping us out to like lead us to where we are meant to be truly. And we might temporarily resonate with someone and then we might temporarily go somewhere else or we end up being that teacher or we end up being that guide or that mentor or whatever, that healer or whatever it is that, you know, that we're aligning to. So it's just really important to trust and to use discernment always because, you know, you we do, there are people out there that don't have the best intentions. And personally, I do not judge them because I feel that we all have our own purpose. Like they're serving the purpose of us being able to use discernment to be able to strengthen our intuition and to learn certain things. So like I I can see the gifts and the blessings in everything, especially, you know, where I'm personally at consciously, but it, it's just allowing yourself to learn these lessons so you can be like, okay, well, this was okay and I've learned what I needed to learn over here, but now I know that over on this side, or in this direction, this other direction, this is where I'm truly meant to go because this is what truly feels right as opposed to what I felt when I was guided to this situation. So they all have their blessings and they all have, you know, 
their gifts, like I was mentioning. So it's always about, you know, seeing the higher picture or seeing the bigger picture in the situation to learn what we need to learn. Cause that's ideally what we're here to do. And yeah, even throughout many episodes, you're probably going to hear Miroslava and I talk about like, these are just our perspectives. <laughs> Take what you want because and it's and it's this is where like if you want to share your perspective with us, if you want us to let us know what you think or what your views are and you don't mind us mentioning them on the podcast by all means, like go to or ask us anything and just be like, "Hey, this is how I see the the situation or this is my perspective on it." And if you want us to give you a shout out, by all means, we are totally willing to do that because we are both gem- So we definitely have a lot of different perspectives and (laughs) different ways that we can view things too. So like we're like, we're very open in that way. So always feel free to engage, you know, if you ever feel guided to do it, because we're very open-minded, like I said, and that's pretty much what I have is just using your discernment. And it's, and it's always going to be based in love. We are all perfect. We are all special. And so, and we're here. And so that's the biggest thing that I could say. If you're here, you are special, you are gifted in your own unique ways, and you were you were chosen. Everyone is, like you were saying. Yeah. And I think that's part of the toxicity within the within these uh, you know new age communities. And you know, and me, I've seen this specifically within the twin flame community and also the starseed community, because I'm very much involved in the two worlds. And what I have noticed, and like Erica was saying, is that people have this very toxic attachment to labels, to, for example, to the divine feminine or to the divine masculine, and uh, or to the label starseed. And what I was telling Erica before we started recording this is that. Whenever I first started my spiritual awakening journey, I was a very toxic starseed. Like I felt like I was better than all humans because I'm an alien, you know, and I have superpowers. And I always, uh, I just completely rejected my humanity and rejected this complete just the world and everything that is physical. I wanted to be in my spaceship. I wanted to be out of the body. And that is such a toxic way to experience life because we are here as humans to be in this body, to experience in some way what we perceive as limitation and to live, to fully live this experience. And within the twin flame journey, there is so much toxic behavior there as well. And what I also find is that people uh, they have, again, a very toxic attachment to the label. And what I've noticed also is that a lot of people, especially these past few years, the term twin flame kind of went mainstream and a lot of people started to get interested in it. And they begin to search for their twin flame. They started to do a lot of things because they felt that this is the journey that they wanted. and. To be honest, the twin flame journey is not just uh, pink roses and butterflies and rainbows. It is a very intense journey. And this is not something that everyone here is meant to experience. And this is something that requires a lot of focus, a lot of attention, a lot of self-work, shadow work. It's not easy. So it's like, stop fantasizing or romanticizing the twin flame journey because there is a lot of depth and a lot of shadows and it is beautiful, but it is 
it is not how a lot of people think it is. And so we definitely wanted to address this because I think me, I want to hopefully inspire people to detach from the labels, to detach from the idea or the ideology of Twin Flames or of Star Seeds. Yes, I use those labels because it helps with the algorithm. It helps, you know, people find the content because of those labels. But we are here to help you use discernment and to show you different perspectives that you know give you a different side of the truth and i think again like erica was saying this is all done with love there is no distortion here we're not gaining anything from this yeah. <laughs> uh, at this time the podcast is not making yeah. any money we're just doing this because we are passionate about this and we we want i feel like this is what new age quote unquote uh, leadership looks like uh, we're not here to make money money is a bonus it is a great thing that serves us that helps us in this physical experience mm-hmm. but we do so more to be of service and to help people that are lost or that feel like they just don't know what to believe in and so we we really think that discernment is such a key right now and not just because of what is taking place within these communities but also because of what is taking place in the world in general so yeah we we wanted to address this to give you our perspectives like erica will say use your intuition to to help you connect with the people that are speaking with true intentions it's not just to make money or to um, put themselves on a pedestal with us I feel that, you know, if you look up to us, don't, because <laughs> we're just humans. We're just learning. We're on this on this journey, just learning. And yeah, many can see us as spiritual teachers, but we're also students and we're all here on the same journey. We're all equal and everything is just one and it's all just part of the process. And um, yeah, so if you want another thing that I wanted to mention is that if you and these are just keys or things to look out for when you are trying to discern whether someone is speaking with true intentions, with genuine uh, intentions, or if someone is just wanting or uh, uh, maybe someone is a scammer or it's not really someone that you want to connect with. And something that you can look out for is the way in which they speak, the words that they use. A lot of the times when someone is in their ego, there will be a lot of judgment in the words that they speak. They'll judge maybe other people within the community or maybe there'll be a lot of judgment placed on either the divine masculine or the divine feminine. There's no neutrality when they speak. So pay attention to that. I feel that Erica and I have achieved this state of neutrality in which we are able to speak about different subjects without placing any judgment. We address the things, we see the things, we point them out, but we're not really judging anything. And I think that this is key when you are trying to discern whether someone is coming in with good intentions. And another thing that you can look out for, and I feel that you, everyone that's probably listening to us, they're empaths and you're very intuitive, very tuned into the spiritual uh, realm. And so you can quickly realize when someone is coming out from their ego, that someone that is speaking out of (laughs) it's just you know bringing information out of their asses just to uh just to get views and to get likes 
And I think that your the greatest tool for discernment is your intuition. And it is that feeling that you get when you hear someone speak. And I think this is something that that we are all working with and we are all strengthening within ourselves. And like Erica was saying, everything that we are noticing around us, the toxic behavior that we are seeing, it is a great teacher for us to start strengthening that muscle and to get better at discerning what is true and what is not. And again, at the end of the day, I feel like everything is true because this is true to them. It is true to those people. But it comes down to what is true to you. So feel within your heart, tune into the energy of the words, the frequency behind the words that people speak. And that's how you can discern whether it is true to you, whether it matters to you, whether it is something that you need to listen to, or whether you can discard that information and go on with your life and maybe find someone else that resonates with you. Because Erica, like you were saying, there in the past, like there were a lot of people that I resonated with. And I feel that was because of the spirituality or the state of consciousness in which I was in. But now that I have worked on myself more and I have elevated my state of consciousness, I no longer resonate with those people. And I think this is something that happens and it is normal. We're all growing and we all drift apart from people and you resonate with new ideals, with new beliefs and with new energy. So that's very normal. Um, but yeah, so anything else that we should address about this, Erica, that we didn't talk about? I just want to say it's not personal at the same time. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. if we, if, like I said, I, I have been a reader Twin Flame Reader, Defying Counterpart Tarot Reader for many years. And I know people are not going to always resonate with me. I love everyone. Regard like I, so many of my clients, so many of my viewers have become my friends. Some of them do not get tarot readings from me anymore. Some of them don't get Reiki healings from me anymore because I get it. Like I understand. And one of, one of the things that I do really want to emphasize We all are perfect in the eyes of God, but we're also imperfect in many different ways. We do make mistakes and it's just recognizing, are we also correcting or growing and evolving? Are we, are we willing to look at ourselves and be brutally honest with ourselves or, you know, because when we are able to do that and we're able to show up in love, we also treat others with that same understanding and that same love. So This goes into, and of course, some people will be like, well, will I want to judge? If you want to judge, by all means, you go right ahead, my friend. <laughs> you go right ahead. But like, you just get to a place where you see yourself in other people. And that's why this whole situation that has come out within the Twin Flame community and the cult-like behavior, it's like I mentioned, all of these things can have their blessings in disguise. You know, and I know some people might come at me. I get it because a lot of the times we are taught to like want to separate or we want to bring out these things to the surface. And I totally get it. I'm, I don't care if you want to be mad at me, if you want to come at me because I say they're blessings in disguise by all means, because I've had things in my life that have happened in such similar ways. And I no longer, I don't judge this person, especially not anymore. And I have forgiven. I have, you know, 
been able to look at things in such a bigger picture because these things help us in so many ways. You know, like it's okay if we, re- like I mentioned, and it's okay if we resonate. It's okay if we don't resonate. Like there's people that I've resonated before that I absolutely love just because I'm not so much resonating with them now doesn't mean that I don't wish the best for them. Or, and I'm speaking this from the genuine of my heart because I know like sometimes, you know, I just, there's, there's always going to be positive and negatives to everything. And it's, and it's really important for us to, when we are honest with ourselves and we are showing up authentically and we are making sure that, you know, what we are, like, if we're truly going to say we're sovereign beings, that means we think for ourselves. We think for ourselves. We're critical thinkers. We're not afraid to, you know, look at things as how they are. You know, a lot of the times there's controversy about calling a spade a spade. <laughs> you know what I mean? But at the same time, if a spade is a spade, it's a, a spade is a spade. But it doesn't mean that we can't send them love or send that spade love. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be like, hey, look, it is what it is, but I'm just not investing in it, right? I'm I'm over here, right? We don't have to, this is just my perspective. Always take what resonates, but I don't feel like I have to belittle anyone. I don't feel like I have to judge anyone. I don't feel like I have to insult anyone. I'm just not there anymore. If you were to ask me this like years ago, especially before my spiritual awakening, I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. Like I am telling you, the, the things that you change and you transform, you're especially when you go through a spiritual awakening, you literally become unrecognizable with who you become as opposed to who you were. So that's why like, I get it. understand. I was never really like, I was never a leader or teacher back then. I did everything normal like everybody else, but I definitely had my weaknesses. I definitely had anger issues. I definitely had my judgments. I definitely, definitely had my judgments and projections and all of that. So like, I get it and I understand, but I'm also not there anymore. And so I just feel that it's just when we are embodying love and someone's embodying love, their words, like Miroslava was saying, like you can tell within their words, you can tell within their energy because, you know, and this is another thing that I want to mention too, just like everything else, people like to throw out labels left and right. Like even the word cult, like people have been throwing out that label to everyone and anyone when, in my opinion, something that doesn't apply to, right? Like mm-hmm. I've heard that word being used to someone else and I'm like, mm, that doesn't quite apply to that person, but whatever, by whatever means that you think I've that heard that a lot does. Of, I've heard a lot about cult, culty behavior and I don't believe this to be true at all, but they always point this at Dr. Joe Dispenza and like yeah. everything that he does with the meditations and the retreats and because yeah. what he teaches is so powerful and people experience mm-hmm. amazing things. And then they go on to share whatever they experienced with with their communities in, in, on YouTube or somewhere else. And people, because these uh, these experiences are so wild and so not normal they yeah. immediately point fingers and it's like no you just joined a cult and you're like doing this I actually saw this a few years ago with Michelle Fan, and she is a an OG uh, makeup YouTuber and um, 
I don't know if anyone that's listening knows who she is, but she actually went to a Dr. Joe Dispenza retreat and she was sharing her experience and you can you could feel her energy and her frequency, the vibration of her words and she was being very genuine. But the people in the comments were like, "Oh honey, you just joined a cult. Like I'm worried for you. What what's going on with you?" And this is because people just don't understand. So yeah. there is a difference. There is. <laughs> like you were saying cult and all of that toxic and those terms are being thrown around within the spiritual community and i think this is also because it is gaining a lot of strength people are waking up yeah. and we are beginning to meditate we are beginning to use to use a food as medicine to use energy of the sun as you know it's for healing modalities and holistic medicine we are grounding we are walking barefoot so we are using a lot of a lot of things that cost us nothing the government the you know big pharma all of those corporations are not making any money out of these things because they are free and they are available to everyone we can meditate for 10 minutes it's totally free we can soak in the energy of the sun that's totally free we can walk barefoot that is totally free they're not making any money out of this so they do have to bring us down they do have to mm-hmm. you know do hit pieces on these different communities and although i believe that those are very targeted hit pieces and just you know attempts to bring the spiritual community down I have to accept that there is there is a lot of toxic behavior. There is a lot of cult-like behavior within these communities. So there there is the best of both worlds, you know. We have the shadow and the light and we just have to pay attention and see what, you know, use discernment, like really use our intuition. Right. Yeah, because it's like this okay. In my personal opinion, I I just either know if something's for me or if it's not, right? And like I was mentioning earlier, if someone is speaking love, if someone is pretty much like, you know, this is, you know, how I feel, this is my perspective, but they're not coming across as I'm right and you're wrong. That to me is like, and I don't, I just move on if this is the case, but when everyone's like, oh, this is what I'm Mm -hmm. saying is right and this isn't the case or this is wrong, that's immediately when I'm like, I'm checking out because, (laughs) yeah, it's just like for me, I'm just open-minded. So if you're like, okay, this is my perspective on this. This is through my experience. This is what I've, because wisdom, experience, that can't be taken away right? You, you can't tell someone that they haven't experienced something that they have, right? Where knowledge, that can be questioned. That can definitely be changed <laughs> and altered the more information and the more knowledge that you acquire. So it's just, you know, I just either move on or I'm intrigued. It really depends on what someone is saying. And, and, I, and I feel like this is where really being conscious and present in the things that people are saying and if you're great at body language, by all means, that's a, that's definitely a plus because that does help. But yeah, I feel like we don't personally, I don't need to label anyone. I don't need to say that they're doing this or that. I just never have. But I just know if something's for me or something's not for me because I've literally heard because 
I've experienced a lot in my life. <laughs> and this is not just me coming out and saying it because there's a lot of things that I don't talk about regularly because I don't feel it's needed to be talked about. But I've experienced a lot in my life. I've gained a lot of wisdom in knowledge because if you follow me on Instagram, I love reading, I love learning, I love researching. So that's like I have a combination of both knowledge and wisdom. And I've literally heard spiritual teachers or even gurus say certain things that just did not resonate with me because I've experienced the opposite. So that's why being present and knowing the difference between our own experiences, what we're truly feeling as opposed to what we're hearing. And it doesn't mean that they're they're out to get you or you need to like, it's like danger, danger, right? It's just, you know, if something's for you, it's for you because now more than anything with the vibration rising and the the consciousness that is rising, it is natural. If we are going to be completely honest in the earth, on the earth, there is contrast. There is going to be positive. There is going to be negative. There's going to be light and there's going to be dark. You have people and energies, whether seen or unseen, that are going to have genuine, truth, loving intentions. And those are going to be free. You're going to feel free to roam. You're going to free, free, be, feel free within your expression. You're going to be able to do whatever you want to do with that type of you know, teaching or whatever it is that you hear. And then there are going to be beings seen and unseen that are going to try to get you to stay in fear. And if anything is fear-based, and this is one of the biggest indicators that helps me or has ever helped me is what is someone trying to relay? Are they saying something in a fear-based way that you should be scared of something? Is it, are they trying to make you feel guilty or are they empowering you? If someone's giving you alternatives, if someone's like, hey, this is my perspective, take it or leave it, but you also have this over here. Like I literally had a friend, if she's listening to this, I don't know if she listens to the podcast, but she's like, oh, what should I do? I'm like, I think you should listen to your intuition. And she's just like, boo, you're supposed to tell me what to do. I'm like, no, you could listen to your intuition because I, I just... It's, I'm not going to be responsible for someone else's decision if it doesn't work out because I'm not them. You know what I mean? And I feel like it's just so important to know the difference. Is something coming from love? Do you feel free? Do you feel empowered? Do you feel like you're loving yourself? Are they encouraging you to self-love or self-care? Or are they saying like, you need to do this or else you're going to get hurt. You're going to die. You're going to like, you know, suffer in any kind of way. Or are they making you feel guilty? Are they making you feel shame? And it's intentional. Like you can tell these people are intentionally doing these things. That's where you can kind of be like, okay, is this in my best interest? Because I'm going to be honest, like we, there are some of us out there that do have unhealthy family members. And if we are wanting to grow and we are wanting to expand, there are going to be times when we are going to have to either leave or, you know, kind of um, isolate ourselves a little bit more from these people. It's a healthy choice, but it's something that you feel on an intuitive level because it's brought you down. If something is bringing you down, if something is making you feel like shit, that needs to be addressed if you feel in alignment. But when it's time, you're going to see all the signs and synchronicities. You're going to get it. And it's going to be at the end of the rope where you're like, I'm done. 
And that's going to be on you. No one has to tell you that. No one has to, you know, try to pressure you into any choice that you need to make because on a inner level, on every single level that you can possibly imagine, you're going to feel like I'm done. Regardless if it's a relationship, if it's a friend, if it's a family member, if it's a, a group, if it's a jerk, like whatever label community that you might belong to, it, it can be anything. It can even be your own habits or your own belief systems where you're like, you know what, this hasn't been serving me for the longest time. And it's not coming from a place of like, you know, it might sound to some like it's an ego thing, but if someone's trying to make you stay somewhere where you do not want to stay, you need to question that because those that truly love you unconditionally will let you go, will let you roam, will let you be free. Because that's love. That's unconditional love. They're not attached. We're not attached to anyone, anything at all. So it's just really important to acknowledge that. Yeah, it's just recognizing where you or others are embodying in love in those that aren't. And it's up to each individual if you want to judge the situation or just be neutral and just be like, you know what? This was serving me at one point, but it's not anymore. So I'm just going to go over yeah. here. And know that it's okay if you change your mind. And if you no longer resonate with some spiritual guru or with a family or friend. And another thing, another um, example of the cult-like behavior, um, I don't believe this is a cult, but I, I've, you know, I know that a lot of people do believe that it, that she is the leader of this massive cult, and that is Teal Swan. And... Um, Personally, I really like her because she is like she has this very no bullshit approach and she gives you the information regardless of whether you want to hear it or not. Uh, and I know that, you know, there has to be some respect and, you know, a, a boundary there. But if you're going to her, then it is because you are open to receiving whatever information she has to share or perspective. And uh, back a few years ago, I think, I don't even know how long ago, but like maybe last year, I don't know. There was this uh, documentary that was released about a retreat that she did. And uh, she actually released a, a video like talking about how it was so manipulated and how they twisted her words with the editing and they made her look like this very bad uh, woman and like this cult leader. And so, yeah, I do think that, you know, if we see her, she would be like a great example of what people say a cult leader is. But this is because, again, we don't we don't understand. She is at a spiritual level of consciousness that is so elevated that she has transcended. Uh, she is, I feel, in like this true state of neutrality. Like she holds no judgment for anything. So she just says things just however they come into her mind you know so she's not I, I feel and that's just my perspective and that's why I, I don't really listen to her videos or watch her but whenever they do show up in my timeline that uh, I'll listen to it for a little bit and I'm like yeah like you know like I, I, I don't feel any negative energy coming from her but I think it's because she has like this state of mind that is like there's no judgment and it's just neutral and she's just speaking and sharing her perspectives so yeah I, I wanted to bring her up because a lot of people say that she is a cult leader and that there's a lot of cult-like behavior within her uh, staff or her community and uh, that's you know just another example but 
Yeah, and I think another thing that I wanted to mention about the red flags, and this is something that I have noticed as well, is that a lot of these spiritual teachers that are more so scammers, um, if they promise you something, if they say, for example, within the Twin Flame community, let's take that as the example, if they say, if you buy this course, or if you, if you allow me to mentor you for thousands of dollars if you do this with me i promise you divine union with your twin flame if anyone promises you anything that's a huge red flag for me because energy everything it's, there are so many different potentials nothing is set on stone and only you know what you feel and what resonates with you and the future is ever changing it's always transforming And so if someone promises you mm -hmm. an, a, a, an outcome, then maybe, you know, take a step back and rethink whether you want to make that, um, whether you want to make the purchase or like work with them individually. Um, but I think that's, that's something that I've seen a lot, especially within the Twin Flame community. And... I just wanted to bring that up just in case, just for you to have another uh, another take or another, uh, I guess, red flag to look out for if people do that. And, um, and this goes also for like healers. And I know that there was this guy in Brazil and he's, oh, what was his name? He was very famous, very famous. And he was like this healer and he would do like surgeries on people and he would say that um, he would heal them and so many people believed him. But in the background, he was doing a lot of sex trafficking with women. And that was like, holy shit, like that's so crazy. And, you know, it's like when people really believe it is. I, and this is another thing that, that I want to say also and just came to my mind is that it is faith faith and the belief that you have that heals you so maybe it's not necessarily a person that is doing the healing and that is healing you but it is your belief that is healing you it is yourself i can say this crystal a crystal holds the power of healing but it's just a rock right Or I can give you that crystal and I can tell you, hey, this crystal is going to heal you. It's going to do this, 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 whatever. If you hold that crystal and you believe that the crystal is going to heal you, the crystal is going to heal you. But it's not necessarily the crystal doing the work. It is you. It is your your belief. It is your brain or the rewiring, the programming within, within yourself. And I believe that a lot of the people within those deeper, darker cults are are seeing effects or are seeing things taking place or changing within their lives because they believe that those things are taking place. They have a lot of faith in that, maybe the leader, a lot of faith in the ideology within those those things. And there's Scientology too. That's another whole other thing. But I think that belief plays a huge role. And that's why people stay there because they believe that it's working. And belief is very very powerful the brain the mind is so powerful so yeah i just wanted to throw that in there but yeah i think erica is there anything else that you want to share before we close this i think that's pretty much it because i i don't know like i yeah that's pretty much it <laughs> yeah we again 
everything that we share in all of our episodes yeah. in social media everywhere it's just our perspective you can listen yeah. to us you can you know embrace what we say or you can just discard it and go on with your life no you know we we we're not gonna take it personally and, and just um, to let yeah. yeah and i just want to add to that marislava just to let everyone know how open-minded Marislava and I are, yes, there are so many things that we agree on, but even her and I have different perspectives. So a lot of the times, like I'll say something on this podcast or she'll say something on this podcast and we might align to something differently or we might believe something differently. So like even her and I might have from time to time, you know, different perspectives on things. So, but a lot of the times we do have a lot of similarities, but I just wanted to mention that because it's not like the two of us are showing up and we're like, oh, this is, you know, our perspective and whatever. It's like, no, like we're so open. Like even us have our own perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and that's totally fine for the both of us. Yeah. Because we, exactly. I, th- I feel like we understand each other and we know who we are and we just, mm-hmm. you know, it's like this unconditional love and support. Exactly. I'm never going to judge anyone for their beliefs. Yeah, I'm not going to agree with a lot of people, but it's like that's their journey and it's none of my business. So I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to stay here in my in my own little world if that's what it takes. But yeah, so yeah. this is, these are our perspectives regarding this whole toxic behavior and cult-like uh, behavior within the spiritual communities, within the twin flame journey. We hope that, you know, there's, there are, if not everything resonates with you, that there were pieces here and there that did resonate. And if they did, then definitely feel free to take those with you. And yeah, we, we appreciate your support. We are seeing uh, bits of growth here on the podcast. Little by little, we're growing. And so we are so grateful just see that the hard work is really paying off and and yeah there's there's been moments where you know i look that you know (laughs) at the analytics of the podcast i'm like is this actually worth it and it totally (laughs) totally is worth it so yeah that's we're just gonna end it here thank you all so much for watching for watching for listening to this episode and yeah go and check out the other two episodes that we have about the twin flames if you resonate with that journey um again it's only our perspective and we're trying to bring the most undistorted um perspectives and ideas and thoughts so definitely go check it out and yeah go check out the other episodes that we have available and if you enjoy the podcast follow it share it with people that you think may also resonate with our energy and yeah i think that's gonna be it erica we'll talk to you all on the next episode yeah bye